It's Kuzakast time, and we're going to South Korea for the first time this year as we dive into the world of webtoons. Deep dive into them. Deeper. Below the surface. Between the particles. Down to the nano level. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the Trash Manga Friends Podcast, episode 96. I surrendered my sword for a new life as a trash manga. And don't forget, use the code, I'll try not to reference MGS, but no promises, to go buy your tie-in plate and cutlery set only while stocks last. You know what this is, free people. Discussing 30 episodes of one trash webtoon. Injecting what's good, rejecting what's bad, and ejecting what's trash. I am your forever host, Senti Sean, joined by Terra Mike and Kilo Phil. How are you both dead? Dead is the answer. That's a loaded fucking question, and you know it. <laughs> and yet, it's the one I always ask. So. It, it is, it is, and I knew it was coming. Uh, you may be noticing a change in the voice today. That's because we're already recording this now while I'm once again dying, because that's just a thing I do, like once every couple of weeks. But there's just like a whole bunch of scheduling that kind of just worked out in a certain way so we kind of just need to record this now or we're gonna like fall behind yeah at, at the time of recording uh battle royale came out today yeah you'll be like, <laughs> but that was the last episode sean yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh we don't normally like record on a, a thursday which is you know what it is right now at the time of recording and... what, what are you talking about we always record on a thursday we, we oh yeah it's live oh yeah totally live that's that bit still very very funny um <laughs> it's just and like but when it came around to the day to do it i was like day before i was like oh i'm just gonna suffer through this one and i like i'll i'll have some chamomile tea uh, i've just got a bit of a flu it's fine no the day of turns out i couldn't talk and i have found out i have a chest infection so it's fun is Once it again, bronchitis for real, for real this time, or is it again <laughs> another thing that I've never heard of? <laughs> I don't actually know exactly what it is. It's just okay. It's just an infection. It's just a. We'll call them. It's just a mic. <laughs> Generic chest infection, which is definitely going to kill me before the end of the week. Much like everything other illness I contract between episodes. And if you could drag your corpse over the line, there's a few more, buddy. We're almost there. I, I'm not, I will at this point no promises <laughs> over to, i will drag you to 100 if it kills me oh it's, get, it's gonna kill me <laughs> i mean if i come into contact with you it might well do <laughs> i am patient zero of which illness all of them it's just the mr burns <laughs> indestructible <laughs> oh god no a slight breeze would kill you indestructible <laughs> wondering how long it would be to that meme and uh yes uh no phil, phil isn't ill phil has a shiny new microphone yeah it's so good i okay. couldn't say anything <laughs> right on that note are we ready then and by that the answer is obviously no but tough shit we are ready we're going to discuss our series this time and i'm going to drag these two for the episode whether they like it or not by the end of it you might have to by the end of it i might have to oh man the best bit will be when he has to then record again this weekend anyway (laughs) so (laughs) we'll see 
Either way, for now, 96, we have done Nano Machine. I don't have a phonetic reading of the Korean title, so I'm just going to refer to it as Nano Machine the entire show. This is an action Wuxia webtoon. Uh, started in the web novel version, started in 2017 and ran for 483 chapters, I believe. Um, the webtoon version, which we're covering, started in June 2020, has been going on to the present day. 176 episodes at the time of recording. The original web novel was written by Hang Jung Walya, who has also done the Absolute Sword Sense. It was adapted, so the writing adaption, by Great H, and the artwork for this was done by GGBG. This is licensed, you can go and read it over on Nava Webtoon, so that's webtoons.com. There's 153 episodes, I believe, translated so far at the time of recording. The web novel version is also available over on webnovel.com. I believe they've done all of it. It's hard to say because they do a slightly different chapter numbering system, which it's always a bit awkward when you try and look up information on web novels, but I believe that's accurate. Uh, in terms of extras, there's also a couple of other web novels set in the same universe. There's Invincible Mumu, which came out, in, I believe, in 2021 and is finished at 177 chapters. And there's a sequel as well, which came out in 2018 called Scent of the Demon God web novel again, which was finished, I believe, at 244 chapters but we're not focusing on the web novels today we're focusing on the webtoon version of nano machine so phil tell us what this is all about uh god nano machines man where do you even begin nano machines follows the story of chion yo woon Let, let's go with that the illegitimate child of the head of the demonic cult a faction of martial artists who focus primarily on strength. Being an illegitimate child, he finds himself hounded by assassins one night, as they are determined to make sure that there is no chance he can succeed the throne of the cult. Unfortunately, the assassination goes a bit wrong when a strange man in strange clothes appears and kind of blows them all up, and then injects our protagonist who he refers to as his ancestor with nano machines, and that's that's what I'll give you. I'd say you could call him Shion for short, but you can't because there's seven of them with that surname. Yeah, Shion so, uh, is the surname. Yeah, so uh, you yeah. can't. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be using a single name in this entire <laughs> podcast. That is reason I have them all written here, and I don't blame you. Well, okay, so let's forget the fact that I. Basically, know nothing about Korean <laughs> culture to begin of, with. I mean, at the best of times, you you can't do names. Yeah, like but the nomenclature of this thing is all over the place. Just, uh, the names yeah. of things. I think are it seemingly down, random. It settles down a bit because the lot of the first half of what we read is very like I'll say mechanic bloat for the first half, and then it calms down in the second half of what we read. So a, a, a lot of a lot of it is like here are all your big players. We are going to name drop them. You are probably not going to see most of them for a while. It's the name. It's like the places where they are, the history and everything like that. It dumps you all of that in like the first 10, 15 episodes. And yeah, it does. It does. Like I have all the names written down here and I, some of the, most of them don't even have notes associated with them because they're literally just, here's a guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you get introduced to a lot of characters you need to know they exist, but that's about all you need to know in the first 30 chapters at the very yeah. least. It's kind of like just to shit on Bleach some more, because we do love doing that. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Like, it, it would basically be, like, you turned up, like, so the, the manga started 
on the first episode of Soul Society, and they just introduced all of the characters in one I mean, go. Okay. To be fair, Bleach actually does kind of go, okay, we're in Soul Society now. Here's these 26 different characters we're just going to name drop. I don't think it gives you names for all of that point. I think it just shows them and then introduces them. I vaguely them remember them doing the I mean, captain that could be meeting. There's a captain mean. I just don't think they'd be like, first captain, blank. Second captain, blank. Third captain, I, blank. I but I could be wrong. Did, but I, yeah, I, I could be wrong on that, but I thought they did. I mean, I mean, no, I read Bleach every day. No, I <laughs> some, some people religiously read the Bible. For Sean, it's Bleach. It's true. The Bleachable, yes. Oh, don't do that. That's Burn the Witch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but but Nanoshin, Mike. Yeah, Nanomachines likes to introduce characters as if they're like crazy important for the moment that they've arrived and then just not use them again in the entirety of what we've read. And even the ones which do seem more important, like they, we get this like teacher character that joins in for a moment. Like he's, he does some important shit, but it could have been anyone that did it. <laughs> Didn't have to be this one guy. Like he's super important, except he doesn't seem to be important in any way, shape or form. I mean, that's, that's absolutely fair. Like, that character, uh, I do have names here. The Right Guardian, Crazy Blade, Siob Meng. I will never use any of those terms to describe him again. I'm just going to call him right the Drunk Guardian. One. Yeah, the Drunk One. Be... The Drunk yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> Drunken Master. And yeah, that's pretty much his role for the thing. He is Axe Drunken Master, who just gives our protagonist a few skills, and is like, whoa, you're, you're doing better than planned, and then fucks off. <laughs> yeah. That's he's his role important, in the story. He's an important guy. He can only appear briefly before sunrise and then he has to fuck off he, he has his real wife and kids to look after sean <laughs> i mean it's because he's like a, for the various reasons he's an actual academy instructor so he can't be seen to like be essentially helping impartial him. yeah it makes you wonder why he's even doing it in the first place because he's taken an interest that's yeah the main... it basically goes hang on this guy he's he seems a bit interesting and a bit better than everyone else I've... well because we're talking about this academy the actual story of this what little story we do get is this guy is going to be assassinated and magical man from the future turns up and gives him tiny robots in his in his bloodstream and then he proceeds to just cheat everything for the rest of the story we are con he then because he's got these new magical nano machines they can like literally rewrite his body to be a oh, they'll they'll do machine. they'll do whatever you want in that moment yeah. there's a reason why my discord name is nano x machina they'll just do yeah. whatever you need they're the latest generation of nanomachines with the latest OS, don't you know, Mike? <laughs> the thing is, he, he then uses these things to just completely rewrite his entire body multiple times over this to make himself stronger, better, faster, etc., etc. And he is put into like this this school, this academy for training for, the next for the clan. Yes, yeah, the, the the next generation of warriors, I guess. Yeah, it's. They're all part of what's called the demonic cult, which is basically a bunch of strength junkies, to keep it simple. And yeah. now he's in the yes. academy to determine who will be the next king of the cult, I think, or at least higher. Uh, it happens to be that because that's the year all the heirs of the cult are there. But okay, it generally it's just training up the next generation of the clan. It, it's generally that, but in this case, it's 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 clearly yeah. About but in, in this clan, it's all the seven heirs, including. Our protagonist. Including our bastard child protagonist. Yes. And like everyone else at this academy has presumably trained their entire life and earned their place here. He yes. just fucking rocks up now, and cheats. I feel okay. Oh. 
two things here. On the one hand, Urn is feels like a very loose thing because we are shown that <laughs> especially his essentially brothers and stepbrothers and stepsisters are all half brothers. That's and... the correct term, yeah. yes. Half brothers yeah. and half sisters are all essentially being gifted it because they're the before the academy, essentially nobility. So Urn feels a bit like they're none of them are weak, but I wouldn't go as far as Urn. And also our protagonist has been shat on his entire life. So. I was going to say, so the, the two things there is obviously the brothers and sisters, that sort of Sean said, ad, ad hoc nobility, I suppose. Like the clan equivalent of their high ranking, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's less that they haven't earned their place, it's they, they have been more privileged. They have got access to better resources, better training, whatever. So they are just further ahead from everyone else they got to eat the stinky black balls which we'll get to later yes <laughs> yeah sure yes. why not probably they, they, they got to eat magic juice that gave them this thing's version of spiritual energy yeah, oh we'll get and, to that but go on and then basically the whole point is our protagonist as he is an Ill- illegitimate child we're told there was some sort of agreement in which he would neither learn martial arts or obtain the spiritual energy and we are told that is an oath that has been upheld right up until, you know, it he wasn't. goes to the academy. I mean, right up until they then tried to kill him, even though he upheld the oath and was not... Yeah, really they, they, they basically... One, one, one of them was like, fuck it, we're going to kill him anyway. Let's not risk it. For some reason. Well, they, in the early days, they're trying to... Really hard to, like, picture this entire thing as, like, a Game of Thrones-esque kind of cloak and dagger kind of thing. I hear like, you're, oh. you're going a bit... <laughs> Well, they, they really try to do that. They don't succeed. Do, do they? Because it's just the kids. It's not like all their families are involved, really. Well, that's what they like start as. Like, I, I could believe that that was like a starting point for this kicked off the Game of Thrones. This is your king dying at I the beginning of episode one. It could have gone that direction, thing. but it's not. It's focused primarily on who will be number one at the school. Oh, no, it's, it's focused primarily on just getting stronger. Like, when you call this a Wuxia, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Yes. It's like people just getting stronger for the sake of getting stronger. There's just so many chapters of this, which are just... No, I would, I would argue generally in Wuxia, you get stronger through your own effort and determination, not here, I'm, I'm going to give you a black ball that gives you 30 years of magical juju. Every single episode of this, well, not every single one, but most of the episodes of this are literally just, here is a new technique. I'm going to explain this technique over and over and over, and now I'm better. <laughs> and mostly because I cheated and used these nanomachines. <laughs> it's like, the people who are there that already have these magical spiritual powers, plus their martial arts training and stuff, granted, they had a head start. Like, they were the one percenters of this world. But at the very least, they still had to train that shit to get powerful. Whereas, he now rocks up with his with his uh his wool hacks installed and he could just he could just look at stuff and copy it essentially like he could literally just scan entire he's... books entire fighting styles and now he's like yes i can do that the way i sort of interpreted it was kind of like um in the matrix yes a little where, bit where you can just be like i know kung fu kind, kind of like that i mean literally at one point where the guy defends himself and he's like oh yeah i just did a boxing move for you. Do you want? Do you want to know that? And like, no. Can I just stick with my stuff, please? <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit weird as well. Uh, as part of the nano machines downloaded into his brain and body, he gets a bunch of martial arts, like modern martial arts, 
downloaded into his brain. He can do. I don't think he uses that much. He sticks with. But yeah, that's the thing. He's like he's got this huge like basis of martial arts. He's like, nah, I don't use any of those. They aren't the fancy one that I learned from this one guy. They're they're not like his clans or his masters or whatever. I just would have thought that wouldn't it be? It would be way more interesting if like they did a combination of all of these. Like his fighting style was shown to be a literal combination of modern and these fictional ancient martial arts as well it would have been cool but they're just like no modern martial arts those are stupid i feel that one like considering one of his goals is to try and not out himself while he's in there that would probably been a bit i'm not gonna say a giveaway because they'll be like what's that i don't know but uh well considering it it would have been a bit too alien i think for what the series is going for Considering the vast majority of the techniques we're shown in this is someone yells a run-on sentence and then their hand glows, I think he'd get away with it. Well, that's just like that's just meant to be more like key powers than it is. Like that's more like the Dragon Ball style rather than I'm gonna make a machine gun. I don't know. That's a bad. That's a bad comparison. <laughs> rather than kickboxing, there you go. Fair. There's I mean, a move. that is a point. So the nano machines have information from their time, whenever mm. that happens to be. We don't know when it is. Just yeah. the nebulous the future. future. I was going to say, we, we won't discuss it because it is just yada yada to get the plot going. Yeah, the, don't think about how time travel happened and then. It, it, it happens. And it that, just that, happens because we need that for the premise. Done. Move on. I, I can see it maybe eventually coming up again, but yeah, yes, in what we've read, that that's it. But, uh, yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, so nanomachines have apparently a shit ton of information stored in them. That they can download into his brain, Matrix style. Mm-hmm. He he could just be like, you know what? Yeah, let's just build a nuclear bomb or something. I don't know. <laughs> Presuming that information <laughs> is in there, yes. Yeah, I he mean, could just I like, feel, oh, God, no, he's charging I'll, I'll up. Say, his... I feel nuclear bombs may be a bit far for one like, guy. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I feel I'm exaggerating he before it got made. <laughs> Point. I don't know because the nano machines do try to keep him alive. They'd probably be like, hey, yo, this is dangerous to just handle. Not I mean, yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, maybe you can nanomachine your way through Chernobyl. I don't know. I'm not an expert. So. Well, what I'm more thinking is why don't we just, in every fight, reenact that one scene in Indiana Jones where some guy's charging up his fancy of- sword skill and he whips out a gun? Because <laughs> he could probably make a gun. That's not all yeah. that difficult comparatively. That, that, that's sort of what my point was. Like, He could, if he really wanted, just make something better. Okay, so... I do agree with this to a point, but I'm also willing to believe that there's only an amount of information in there that's not going to like completely fuck up the timeline. I think it's also perhaps an element of it is he perhaps needs to be aware of that information in the first place. Sure, yeah, like you may just not be able to even imagine the concept that, of a nuke. Fair. I mean, there is nuke. one point where he's actually where he go, he kind of like tries to learn what he doesn't know. You don't know what you don't know, and at one point he tries to fix that by going like, okay, so I'll download the user manual yeah, for this he gets thing. The manual, yeah. So then he actually knows the extent of like what he can do. And again, I don't know if I would still be like, now he knows what a gun is, because he wouldn't think... No, I imagine that would be more, but... he would know there is a search function. But that's kind of then when he gets the idea of like, well, could I fight against the training person? He's like, oh yeah, we can do a simulation. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, they, they invented AR for these also, things. Also, they download well. English into his brain for some reason. Yeah, that does happen at one point. Which, admittedly, as someone who's reading an English version of this, probably <laughs> make, makes no sense. But... Oh, it made absolutely I, I, no sense. I, I imagine the point was download the language of whatever the nanomachines are. Because yeah. 
I think the point is to sort of come across like at various point the AI or whatever you want to call it. It is talking above it's, him, yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically saying blah 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 and our main character's going, I have no idea what you just said. You you have just said words, they mean nothing to me. So at some point the AI goes, Hey, I can teach you my language, which presumably infers some yeah. meaning behind all these words. See, for me, the biggest frustration with just I can learn it all from nanomachines wasn't, ironically, just the whole I can learn it bit from nanomachines. I don't mind that so much in the context of what the story is. What annoys me is there's one episode specifically where it brings up the point of like just having all this knowledge and training your muscles to have done it and all of that, which they can also do, doesn't actually help you if you don't have the knowledge of how to use it in a fight. Yeah, I was going to point this out. Which is when this, um, it's the Spring Clan guy, uh, who's essentially the main rival. We'll get to him in a minute. But uh, like, it's actually, after initially being beaten back by our lead, starts to fight back because our lead doesn't really know how to use all this knowledge he's accumulated. He's never And then fight. they just download that into his brain. So that's bypassed. Yeah, like you could have actually... This character's a god, pretty much. In fact, I'm pretty sure he actually calls himself a god at one point as well. I, I feel... At the start, like when he's just first got them, he could still lose a fight. But where we finish in the, third, at the end of 38, nah, he's not. Well, that could have actually been an actual believable weakness as well. Like yeah. The idea being that having all this knowledge is somewhat useless if you don't have the experience to use it. If you don't know from experience that someone's attacking at that angle, you should do this instead. And like relying on the technology is only going to get you so far. Because yes, it's very powerful, but you know, you, you're only one man and... You have your limits because you're you just don't really know what you're doing. That would have been a really good weakness for this guy, but like you said, they just download experience, and it's like, oh, I, well, so I okay. don't think they necessarily download experience. I always took it as he can download, say, like the dojo lessons or whatever. Like he he can download. I have been taught all the different moves and fighting styles and things, but I've not actually had the experience of fighting with them. Yeah, and that's sort of where this AR aspect comes in. He can have those simulated fights. Well, it's the thing is before that because essentially, as I say, he gets hit like once or twice by the spring guy, and then Nano, Nano, which is the name of the nano machine, said, "Yeah, you know, I'm not going to begrudge it. That that's perfectly fine. Yep. The one name that makes sense." So <laughs> Nano just steps in and kind of firstly seems to like slow mo everything, and then kind of can take over his body, which again I get because Nano's running the show basically, but. Uh, yeah. And then uses that to basically fight back against the spring guy and then kind of combines that with what he wants to do it. So it's like maybe it's not as clear cut as just Nano does everything, but it does it does feel like, oh, yeah, that's a really cool way to go with it. And it's gone. Yeah, I I have railed on many other things we reviewed for this. And this one is the very much the embodiment of everything is handed to this guy because he doesn't even use it all that smartly. Like, he doesn't come up, he doesn't say, here's the tools and you've got to figure out how to use them. No, the nanomachines basically tell him how to use them as well, because he downloads the user manual, for example, and he gets told that he can do that. And, like, at the beginning, when you're first learning how to use them, he just gets told, oh, I can scan this and I can just add that to your skill set. It's like, oh, cool. Literally everything's handed to this guy. This is why I say that that he cheats. Everything he does is a cheat, because he's not earning any of it. My favorite combination on that is how some of the world mechanics seem very specifically built 
for this specific nanomachine technology. <laughs> the example yes. of this is the library that they have at the academy. So after you've cleared each test, which we'll get to, you get to spend a very limited, like literal only a couple of hours in the library where you can read books, but you can't take them out. You can't make notes to my knowledge. You have to literally just go in there. It is literally memorized. Yeah. 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 You go in there, memorize it for a couple of hours. So maybe you'll get to read a couple of books and then out you go. You'll have to pass the next test if you want to come back in. That's, oh, that's, I mean, firstly, that's a fucking weird way to run a library, but when you're trying <laughs> to train people in martial arts, but whatever. But luckily, if only you had an ability where you could just photographically memorize, scan, resolve any errors, and download all of that into your brain like our protagonist yep. does. The, yeah. the one thing I'm going to say here, I don't mm. necessarily disagree with your main points here. This concept behind the library is not original to this particular series. That That is a common thing in this type of Wuxia story. What do you what, mean? Do they specifically have strict time yeah, they they have some sort of library. It will be it'll have different levels where it's like harder techniques are at the top and Oh no, i i I'm aware of that bit. It's just yeah, very and, much and, the whole like, like can't yeah, take and, them out. You're only allowed for yeah. X hours. The, the idea being I believe the justification usually given is like they are the clan's techniques. You can't take them out because that's effectively there's the risk you might and this seems like a really weird thing. I don't know how it gets justified fully, but the idea being you might take them and give them to other clans or something, other factions. And it's like, oh no, these are our secrets, you can't be doing that. You've got to memorize them, learn them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's also, because um, as a result of them being in this academy, there's a series of very, very brutal tests, and if you fail any one of these tests, you're kicked out. So by limiting access to it, then they're limiting the knowledge that escapes with those people that yeah. got expelled. Like, I, I do think it is very arbitrary that they're like, you can spend two hours on floor one and three hours on floor two. That's all arbitrary as fuck. But there is some logic there. I, uh, I can see that now that you've spelled that out. I, I can see that. It just also does feel like it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yes, for, it, does, it does work it out is, yeah. perfectly for our main character. Oh, and he points that out. He's like, I've got a major advantage. He does, <laughs> yeah, but do. then as it turns out, who cares about books? Because everyone, no one ever pays attention to the giant sapphire stone <laughs> worth probably billions, but and is also a gravestone of ancestors, but no one ever looks at that. And even if they did, on the back, they'd see some random fucking scribble. But no, as it turns out, <laughs> fucking magical techniques and then someone countering said magical techniques, which, again, I refu refuse to believe if you didn't have Nana, you could ever, ever decipher what any of that was, especially with the two hour time limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, like, I, yeah, it is a bit bullshit, but the, the idea being, no, no, if you're, and again, sort of the idea behind books you're the whole you're you are on the path to be the greatest martial artist ever you you would look at that and go my god those are those are sword strikes and they're but the, that's the thing Phil. no one's looked at it in 20 plus years no one has looked at the giant sapphire <laughs> no no they've looked at it they've just gone oh there's just some poem on there and then some random scratches on the back no one no one is talented enough to see the true value in it I, oh, it's clearly vandalism. Like nobody, just, nobody knows vandalism. Yeah, I think that was the I, justification they gave. It would be like going to the National Museum and being like, ah, "I'm just not going to look at any of the priceless artifacts. I'm going to read." Right. <laughs> so, Sean, I, ju I just you I get, don't know. Like, you get me, access. 
to it would national... be one thing if it was stone. <laughs> it's just that you it's get, you get sapphire. <laughs> you get access to this really great library full of all the information, all these cool techniques you need to help progress in this academy. You get okay. two hours there. Are you going to stand staring at a rock with a bunch of scratches on it, or are you going to? I mean, be if the cra- if like the fucking diamond it? that's in the crown jewel is there, I'm probably going to look at that for a moment. <laughs> Like, you know, the most precious gemstone recorded. I think they do say, yeah, most people just kind of glance at it and go, yeah, cool, move on. Because Uh... they just don't realise the point of it. But yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, he he gets techniques off that, and then the one that's on the next floor as well. And this brings me on to another point, which is very much, this series very much seems to idolise, like, technique and form and posing. And it's fine, because it realises that well through drawing. But less so the actual using them in a fight. More just look at the pretty poses and look at the way it counters things. Actual combat, yeah. nah, nah. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the actual combat choreography is a bit to be desired. Like, yes, once when you see people practicing stuff, you do see them in, I'm going to say, realistic-looking poses. And I have to be a bit facetious with that because, you know, they're literally throwing around spirit energy out of the wanger. But you do see but when it gets to actual fights it really is just mostly a run-on sentence being shouted out and then someone explodes pretty much every time i guess for me it's most epitomized in the second test they have to do in the academy which is the only team-based one which has its own set of problems but we'll get i'll get to that but like in the build-up to that everyone's like practicing formations and everything so the impression i got was ah okay so it's a test of like how well they can work as a cohesive unit can they all like do a phalanx on command all that kind of thing like posture and everything that seems to be all the implication of where it's going and then they get to the second test and it's essentially a fight to the death <laughs> yeah pretty much i don't think it's a fight to the death but if you do kill them you win so <laughs> it's a fight to and here we go here's one of my big bugbears it's a fight to let's cripple the one main female character of this series in one go and <laughs> Whoopsie, uh, we've misogynized again. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, it but does happen. The, I can't remember how much of this comes up in 30 episodes. Our, our main character does develop a bit of a penchant for lopping people's arms off, I will say. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's just disarming people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically, oh, oh, we're fighting. We're fighting. All right, you're losing an arm. It's like, I just... Yeah, that. Yeah, the because I get on is... the one hand the point is like this is the demonic cult, strength is king. We're all to some degree crazy, but <laughs> it, when they start like genuinely injuring each other, I'm like, surely this is a bit much. Surely you step considering like in the training they were like, man, this guy's got a sword on his back. Quick, get him off to medical. I'm like, oh, we're just allowing people a hair, no less, to have their limbs chopped off. Okay, yeah, I believe the justification is everything's fair as long as. They don't die. That doesn't seem and to actually, be... I mean, I don't know, because I'm pretty sure another fight in that second test... I mean, maybe he doesn't die, but one guy gets impaled through the fucking heart. Yeah. And the guy who does it says something to the effect of, hey, the rest of you enjoy your time here, implying that he thinks he's going to get expelled for doing that, and he doesn't. So. No, no, that one's even more silly, because, as I said, this, for whatever reason, this is a team-based test. Only this one, I believe, as far as we know. I believe all the rest of them going forward aren't going to be team-based. So they get signed into their groups. But essentially, that group, that entire team that he, that person, which is like the masked 
I'm not going to say assassin because he's not killing people, but like the mass attacker of that mini group. And essentially, all the rest of his team have been like essentially annulled by our lead character who started taking people out because he realized there's anything yeah. fucking goes. And he solos his entire opponent team. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what was the point? This has solved nothing. If one person can carry a bunch of weaklings, what have you solved? Like this, this, this whole second test thing is just blue lock all over again. <laughs> so the second test... You're right, I love it. <laughs> the second test was basically there were point groups. They were told, we're going to teach you a bunch of formations, like just give them an overview of it, and then they've got to go off and learn them. And then it's going to be team versus team. You've got a leader. The leader will shout at your formations. You've got to beat the other team, kind of thing. Except we find out there is a bit of a hidden agenda, I guess, going on in the academy, in which it's not just to literally learn what you're taught. It's to think outside the box. So kind of anything goes as long as you don't get caught. I think outside the box, they do openly essentially say, yeah, it's just just beat each other up before the test. We're not going to stop you murdering each other. I think the teachers never outright say that to any of the students. But yes, you know, you, you get like an internal monologue of like, ah, yes, the, the students have finally figured out the point of this test. I, think, I feel they do lampshade it when one of the teachers just says, ah, and I no doubt you've all fairly prepared and all four team leaders are like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And as as say, yeah, you got one guy running around cutting people's tendons or something. I I don't remember. And then our main character goes and gets revenge by just making everyone a bit weak in the legs. Yeah, essentially, like yeah, there's a head poke, like nerve poke, to about two teams worth of people. Acupuncture, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. The protagonist, female. He does do that. The protagonist is a psychopath. I feel he's molded that way. He's evil as fuck. <laughs> I don't think he started evil. I feel then they tried to kill him, and also he got nano machines that can give him all the power he wants, and also yeah. he got sent to a demon school where they're like, "Yeah, you should." I mean, we're not going to say kill, but you know, anything no, goes he, in love and war. He just—the only thing stopping him from being evil before was a lack of opportunity. The very second he got one, he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to be evil as fuck. I don't give a shit about you guys." Uh, yeah. Like, wow. I think, on the one hand, I get it. Like, in the nicest way, when these people are trying to kill you, sure. Like, I'm not going to begrudge you for wanting to slash back at that. But also, yeah, he goes. Oh, he goes way off beyond the deep that. End. <laughs> like, as you say, he just like casually slices a person's arm off. He didn't need to do that either. He just did. He didn't need to do that. And I'd be less mad if it wasn't again. Like, I'm, I'm hammering <laughs> home on this because there are other female characters, but she's really the only one of note at this point. And she's yeah. now. If, if they're going to uphold it, because they do say, oh, they won't be happy, like the clans won't be happy about that. But if they are upholding it, that means she's out of the story because she'd be expelled. Yeah. And then there's no other female characters. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I think part of it as well is she is his half sister as well, is one of the things. Yes. So part of it comes down to this sort of idea. There is this sort of competition between the seven heirs as well. This is what I was saying, that they, they really tried to do a Game of Thrones thing. This this is a way of him basically eliminating one of the competition as well. I get I guess it's also just weird to me as well because she's really not done like she's she's not been non present. Like some of them have like literally had no impact on the story at this point, but she's been in the background a few times and spoken with one or two of the other characters. 
yeah. she really hasn't done much up to this point is essentially mainly been the spring planner who's like the rival character and then we have right towards the end this introduction of this like weird mass person so your assumption is and it can't be the spring person he's fighting because that's on the same team as our lead so everything builds up to ah they're gonna fight the mass person and then nah, it's just we're just gonna off the female character the way they did it is weird as well like we're talking about how the fight choreography really leaves something to be desired the entire point of that is, and bear in mind, that's two opposing forces, sword, shield. It's essentially a tactics test. They have to fight and use, yeah. um, use formation tactics. Yeah. Yeah. And so his genius plan is when he shouts out a formation, do a different one, which is, okay, whatever. There's a plan. As far as plans go, if it gives you an edge, sure, why not? To confuse your opponents. But it confuses her team so much that they just sort of stand there and let themselves get surrounded. Like a full-on, like, ring-a-ring-a-rosy circle around these people. And I'm just like, I'm, like, if that worked to that extent, you probably shouldn't have been here anyway, mate. Like, well, I think that's sort of the, that's kind of the point there, Mike. This is a test to see, should you be here? And apparently she just failed. Not only did she fail, but everyone in the group went, my god, what's going on? I'm terrified. It's like, well, yeah, do something, the, maybe. So the whole point is, is to say, like, they're all being taught the same formations. Like, presumably they're given the same names and things and the same... Because I think yeah. they use numbers rather than They do use numbers, names. yes. yes. For, for, like, one, when two, they're two, shouting yeah. out on the battlefield. Yeah. And he, basically, he comes up with this genius idea, like, the night before, he says, all right, yeah, you know all these formations we've been learning? We're going to shift the numbers along or whatever. So when I shout out this number, don't do this one, do this one instead, kind of thing. So in the middle of battle, when she shouts out, do whatever formation, he's like, ah, I need to do this formation. Shouts out a number, and they're all like, but that's a stupid formation to take. And he's like, ah, 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 because he's actually meaning a different one to what they're all thinking. And then, yeah, the idea being it is in the midst of battle. You're thinking your opponent just made a huge blunder, and you're trying to monopolize on that, I suppose. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, they've just counted it perfectly i don't see any world where that would equate to we just stand still and let them surround us uh, yeah, like, we don't know, we don't know exactly circle. what the formations are for we know she was like ah oh, the perfect counter the one they just said is the take a surround them <laughs> is get surrounded <laughs> i mean it would be more you'd be doing that as like a defensive formation if you were expecting like a I don't know, like a spear or an arrowhead. Not a single person is attacked by this point either. It's like, what the? What was the plan? The plan was to cut her arm off. <laughs> I mean, that's how it ended up, yes, because she gets all mad that, oh, I've been bamboozled, and charges at him. So he's like, aight, and takes her arm <laughs> off. Like, all right, off with your arm. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's like, oh, I guess she's going to fucking die then, all right? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have mattered if she had him, no, because he can just, like, electrocute anyone who touches him. So it Oh, yeah, bad. there is that too, yeah. He has an automatic defensive mode for his nano He has, nanobots. yeah, we should probably go into the, the various abilities he has. Oh, so, why bother? He's a god. <laughs> no, I mean, my favourite one, personally, is the fact that he can be not only... So like, it's one thing to, like, you know, scan someone and gain their movements, but obviously if your muscles are shit, like if you're, say, me, you, hmm. you try and do that you'd immediately fall down in crippling pain but it's fine because nano can also conveniently trank you to sleep and then upgrade your muscles over the next six hours so you can do all that stuff perfectly yeah like the dude has no limitations as far as we can tell 
the closest thing we get to a limitation is at some point during what we read, he said, how much of the nanomachines have I used? Oh, about 3%. That that's it. And the closest we get to a limitation is his own stupidity. Like in the first test, where he's like, "Man, they're gonna get suspicious of me because I've not taken damage because I've come up with the brilliant idea in a sound test to just go deaf." Uh, how no, will no, I do no, it? That I... wasn't his idea. That was the nano machine. Okay, no, you're right. Yeah, that was nano. But yeah, sure, whatever. But like, oh, and they'll and they'll be suspicious of me. So I'm just gonna fucking mutilate my insides for no real reason. Like in his mind, it's so. <laughs> Oh, it's because I don't have the magical juju in me at this point. I've I've got to give like show that I've taken some damage. But I'm like, you could just say you didn't. And what are they gonna do, really? Yeah, especially because the idea is for him to not draw attention to himself, and then he does the thing that could draw the most attention to himself. Not only that, no, I, he then I, gets I himself locked up in a pharmacy for two fucking weeks, and we have what is the slowest part of this entire thing because the story just grinds to a mostly halt at that point. But there isn't really much story at that point. Like, after the point where the guy gets into the academy, there is really no story. It's just, he is in the academy now. Well, uh, after that, you have the bit in the pharmacy, which is where the drunken master starts teaching him, and essentially gives him the magical juju that he'll need to do everything, because that that substance is Nigong, I believe it is, or Nihon, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But, uh, uh, internal energy. Yeah, key, basically. Spirit and- juju. They they deify that substance. It feels like they are like that is the most like nothing else really matters as long as you have like centuries worth of that shit pumping through your veins. To be fair, if I could throw Kamehameha's out of every orifice I own, then I would probably deify it too. Oh sure, but there's a reason why Dragon Ball at some point when you know what power levels fucking stupid. Yeah, I not think sure. about that anymore. I mean, I don't know. They do keep going Super Saiyan God. Instinct. Oh no, they still, they Ultra. go like Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, and all that nonsense, but they no longer be like, oh my god, it's 50,000. That's true. They, Whereas they this feels playing... like it didn't learn that lesson. Damn, you in episode 2 there, Sean. 50,000. <laughs> oh. oh, I know, rookie numbers. But, like, it's one thing for him to get the power in the first place, but then they all do seem very obsessed with, like, oh man, he's got it. Well, this one's going to get 30 years out of it. Well, you get 20 <laughs> years out that, of the ball, yes. but. Because Nano is able to super absorb it, he actually gets 30 years and other people wouldn't. Oh yeah, they call it a black Dragon Ball as well. And um, let's yes. just, I made a, just pretend I made a Dragon Ball GT joke here. It, it is the uh, the Goku Black of Dragon Balls, yes. Yeah, just, just. Oh, oh, oh my. Yeah, just, just, just pretend I made a Dragon Ball GT joke here and then stop thinking about Dragon Ball GT. Oh, Mike, that was a great, that was a, a great joke. Shame we had to cut it because you coughed halfway through. But it's it, a great it, joke. It's a Kiratoriyama, Phil, before you ask, right, it was a Kiratoriyama. <laughs> that, that's not what I was going to ask. You were going you to ask that, it's a Kiratoriyama. I, I was not going to ask that. <laughs> I was going to say, why would you care about Dragon Ball GT when you can have the sequel that's coming out in like a few months? Wait, is there going to be a sequel Dragon to Dragon Ball, Ball GT? Dragon Ball Super's been out for a while. No, no. Super's the prequel, Sean. Get it right. Super's... Is there... A... Oh, Super yeah, yeah, is between Z and GT. Yeah, also, technically, what I'm talking about isn't the sequel to GT. It's just the exact same fucking premise. I was going to say because wasn't GT can declared non-canon because it was no. so ridiculous. It has no. never been declared non-canon. It's oh, not non-canon. The, 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 the issue is Akira Toriyama is getting on there in years and can't remember <laughs> half of what he's written. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's anything to do with his age. Ah, Akira Toriyama, the guy who made Dragon Ball, don't you know? <laughs> there, there are just our parts where people are like, oh, what about this? He's like, what? Oh, I wrote that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he, when he, <laughs> he got Super Saiyan 3. Oh, yes, yeah, he did it. do that. He did do that, yeah. <laughs> 
but no, they, anna- they announced a new series where everyone gets turned back into a kid. Which Yay. is kind of the initial premise of GT. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. The initial premise of GT is that there's Dragon Balls, but there's also super Black Star Dragon Balls. Which and get used to turn Goku into a kid again. I'll never interact with it because my only interaction with Dragon Ball is via a bridge, so I never have to worry about that. You don't. Uh, you don't. Want I've, to watch I've never GT. actually watched Dragon Ball outside. Like I've only ever seen a bridge. Oh man, Dragon Ball GT a bridge would probably make more sense than Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> uh, but back to this. No. <laughs> like this was so. Am I the only one that found this really boring? I I was in, and I think I said this to Phil after I did the first reading because that was weeks ago at this point. I was very much in two minds after the first time I read it. In that, for the main, I actually like the characters of this. I think the because I like witty, sarcastic people half the time, and I feel like a lot of the characters do have like personality and flair to them. The writing is dog shit. There really isn't much writing. It's literally just we're gonna cobble together some scenes until we can get to the next fight and or very detailed explanation of this technique that we're going to half-heartedly display to you. you are drastically misremembering how much they explain these things. No, it's not so much how much they explain in each individual one, it's just the amount of them. Like the one that really stands out for me is when you were talking about the sapphire gravestone earlier. The guy stands in front of this thing and uses the nanomachines to scan this, and it does so much detail about how there's 45 of these strikes, and then we remove these ones, we can see this, right. and we do this, and we do... It goes on forever. I, I would say that is the most egregious part of it. I, nothing, nothing else is that bad from what see, I remember. See, for me at that point, that's not really mechanic bloat, that's just the guys jerking off over it, so talks <laughs> about it ad nauseum. Like, I feel the mechanics are mainly confined to like the first 15 episodes or so, and then after that, it stops being as much about the mechanics but that doesn't mean the writing gets better it just stops having mechanics it's like when you see these things in practice it is literally just glowy sword or glowy fist hit the dude every time it's like why did we spend so much time talking this up if you're not even going to display it properly it's just oh, it's rough because you need to know mike this glowy sword is actually the super special stabby stabby swingy swingy technique I mean, you that's about as much a run-on sentence as the rest of the things are. all the clans, like the Sword Clan <laughs> and the Blade Clan, because apparently we ran out of names halfway <laughs> through the clans. Like I said, the nomenclature's <laughs> all over the map. I don't know myself the difference here. I'm assuming there's a huge difference in the original Korean. Oh, entirely possible, but it's just... I, I don't think when at one be. point I... they start talking about... The Blade guy starts talking about swords, and I'm like, this is not... This is... Oh, my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not going to claim to know the difference. I am assuming there is, at least as far as our author is concerned, a difference between swords and blades. Oh, that's fine. It's more just because everything else is like dark, poison, sound, spring. Those are all clearly different concepts. It's just... Could you not think of, okay. like, one slightly different... Yeah. Like, call it the Autumn Clan. I don't fucking care. <laughs> no, I'm going to object to that one, because what the fuck is the Spring Clan? <laughs> it's the clan that... It's the main brings... one that we focus on, because it's, <laughs> it's where yes, our rival It's got is. our main antagonist in it, but... Actually got nothing to do with the season. Clan. Nothing to do with the season. It's all about coiled metal. I was going to say, is it actually just, like, 
literal springs, metal springs. <laughs> I would assume it's something to do with like cherry blossom or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, like, it, it's it's going to be some know. sort of Eastern philosophy nature thing. Possibly. It's going to be something like that. And uh, yes, me describing it like that is probably hella racist, but I, that's the edge I, of my understanding. I, the one thing I would say is with a lot of Woxia stories, you do end up devolving into a lot of Taoism, I guess is what you would call it. Sure. That's sort of like Eastern natural medicine kind of philosophy. Like, yeah. Like yeah. we mentioned the black dragon balls, that sort of thing. Yeah. Also, acupuncture was used acupuncture, as a uh, internal, primary medical tool. <laughs> yeah. Internal spiritual energy key, all that kind of stuff. All sorts of concepts from this. Oh, that's that's another thing. Uh, he's in right. he's in the pharmacy to heal for two weeks, and he yep. quickly figures out within a day or two that Nano can just heal him immediately. And we yes. can clearly see the doctor isn't the smartest of people. But he's the best uh, doctor in the land, apparently. He, maybe no, so. he's not the best doctor in the land. Sorry, he's the apprentice to the best doctor in the land. Second best. <laughs> he he's he's good. He is the sole doctor for this academy, so clearly yeah, he's yes. theoretically not shit. But in practice, <laughs> right. he's. Not He's a great. doctor in the land of people who can feel th heal themselves with magical spirit juju. That and also, yeah, redundant. He, like, I no, don't get no. why our protagonist doesn't just heal himself because literally, the one reason you might go is, ah, oh, but the doctor would get suspicious about that. But then the one time where Nano is doing shit and the doctor catches him in the act, he goes, "That's weird," and then walks away. <laughs> so it's like, oh, so you could have just fucking healed yourself immediately. Yeah. But then again. You didn't need to injure yourself to begin with, so, you know, it's... Uh, well, everything surrounding him having to go to the infirmary and him injuring himself and not healing himself, all of that is supposed to be so he doesn't draw attention to himself, which would be fine as a plot device if he didn't immediately draw attention to himself with literally everything else he ever does. <laughs> like, everything. I think it's less about drawing attention to himself or not drawing attention to himself and more not drawing a particular kind of attention to himself. He draws it. Like, he, does, he draws <laughs> all the attention. <laughs> Everyone immediately figures out there's something going on. Immediately. Uh, and granted, none not, of them, none of them immediately really. go, you've got tiny robots in you. I mean, yeah, they never do that. Not really. They just all seem to, like, ripe it off. And I get why, because, again, I like, don't really know... Not, none of them have any concept of tiny little robots living inside <laughs> a man. It's more yeah. just like, they all just go, like, yeah, no, you've just got strong will. You just grit your teeth and there you He's, go. And... He, he is just God's gift to the martial arts world. And when you're yeah. in a school which is designed for crazy, insane people, then yeah, sure, it makes sense that they'll just be like, yeah, he's the craziest, insaniest of them all. He'd have to be because he's the bastard child around here. As, as, I was going to say, he is the bastard child of the head of the clan. Therefore, he is crazy good, naturally. Totally. He's just even more naturally crazy good than all the other. He's naturally good. I mean, that's illegal, but he's, na he's crazily good. But it's not quite illegal. It's not illegal in the ways that it's actually illegal. It's just okay. Legality is a flimsy concept. This world? It was more like they had the promise of like, I won't do that. Like, I won't get Negon, which he didn't. In fairness, but I'm pretty sure it was also I won't learn martial arts. And he didn't until like the day before he went to the academy. I would argue you could look at him and be like. He, at some point, has learned martial arts before coming here. <laughs> I mean, probably, but I think the whole point was the agreement was kind of irrelevant the moment they tried to assassinate him anyway. Maybe. 
But uh, speaking of that, I actually wanted to talk about the spring guy. So, um, right, right. And I'm actually going to use his name, Chion Mugium, the essentially main antagonist of this most of this first part of the story. They do start introducing some of the other heirs towards the end, but for the main part, it's this guy. And, you know, he's just portrayed. I, I'm really tall him because, on the one hand, he's just portrayed as a generic brat. But his, then his underling, yes. Yeah, he has like minions. He's just like, wow. That literally, wow, essentially. Hmm. Just beats up people because they annoy him, etc. You know Psychotically who my dad is. hates our lead. And the only real explanation we get is because his mother got annoyed that the protagonist's mother essentially had the demon guy's favor. So I think that's why he has such anger towards him, I guess. I, I see. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I thought it was that because he was ended up being put in a group with him for this second test, but he was put in the hospital for two weeks. So it was like, oh, how dare this man drag us down? I'm going to try and kill him. I mean, no, no he's already no, trying he was to, kill to kill him, him anyway. He was the one who organized the assassins at the start. Right. So okay. He's already tried to kill him. It's more just it's inconvenient now that he's locked away for two weeks, although then he tries to send another guy after him. Yeah, because he's effectively untouchable while he's in the yeah. infirmary. He's effectively untouchable. He's in the main stop. building and students aren't allowed in the main building. It's just, it's just frustrating because, like, for the main, he's just the generic brat. But then we also do see at times that actually, no, he's not complete moron. He can lead people. He can fight. And just like, I, it's like I can't fully hate him, but at the same time, he's just not really. Eh, I, I don't really know with that guy. I just he's a well-rounded character that's given nothing to do. Uh, so he, you think you, yeah. I wouldn't even say he's given nothing to do because he's the main. He's essentially the second main character of what we read. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the ones that gets the most panel, panel time. He, well, sure. he does get pretty much the most panel time because so the other hairs are really doing anything. He is, as far as what we've read, the antagonist, the villain. Yeah, yeah. And say, so, yeah, he, he, obviously, all the heirs seem to sort of hate our protagonist anyway. For sure, just because how dare an illegitimate child exist? I suppose this thing we're talking about the six heirs. They all have different mothers. They all belong to the different clans because apparently. Daddy Dearest apparently has an agreement where he he gets to. That's I mean that's women, some might say that's the main appeal to becoming the leader. You get to <laughs> you get to apparently have all six clans. Um, no, apparently this was this was some sort of agreement, Sean. This this wasn't like he was like no no I'm going to bang you all. This oh no I have to bang you all. <laughs> oh oh if God I, I hate my it's job. It's a sacrifice that I'm willing to make. God I got to start another shift in the boudoir. <laughs> But then that's not enough, Mike. Yeah, it's yes. not enough to bang all of them. <laughs> yeah. he, he then bangs the. Uh... Then he bangs someone out of love, and that. What hey, man! It's ancient Korea. Know. TV hasn't been invented yet. It was probably bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can you Netflix and chill without Netflix, Mike? Exactly. So it's nothing but chill, and apparently that nothing makes illegitimate children. <laughs> how can you Netflix and chill? Uh, you just get nano machines injected into you, and then there you go. <laughs> Could he have Netflix? <laughs> ancient Korean Netflix. I. You mean on the nano machine? Well, no, he he would have modern Netflix. Yeah, ancient, on the ancient I mean, China, then, I think. I don't think it'll ancient... ever come up on like the paradoxical nature of what if he got taught. No, something. it won't. Like, what if he got taught? Oh yeah, here are the lotto numbers for next week. Like, I don't think that's ever gonna come up. <laughs> I don't think ancient China has a lottery. Either. But if it did, he'd be rich. <laughs> maybe he should <laughs> if, start if one. Somewhere, maybe. <laughs> maybe he should start one, and then he could track every single ball as it rattles around in the machine. And he could come up with an absolutely 100% accurate prediction of which ball's going to fall down in which order. And then he's going to do his lottery no jutsu 
and he's going <laughs> to figure out the entire string of numbers every single time and win it every single time, and now he's rich. I don't think he cares about money, to be fair, Mike. <laughs> I don't what, think what's money going to get him <laughs> in ancient China? Honestly, I don't think this guy is really ever killable, ever, so... Not now. I say he was at the start. Yes, he was very killable at the start. But I mean, even when he got the nano machines initially, I think you could have taken him out in like episode five or ten. When when he hadn't been, when he I hadn't really know. got the hang of it. And... Yeah, he, he still hadn't been taught anything. Or yeah, but he still had the still had the automatic defensive mode. But he's still trying to learn that. Like he switches it off at one point, so you could try and get him on a technicality. I feel like there are ways to get around it at the start, but then well, not that. <laughs> Very much one of those things. It was like, oh, we've discovered that you're cheating by using tiny robots. And then he goes, okay. What are you going to do about yeah. it? <laughs> like, what, where does this leave us, really? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like, what, you've expelled me? Oh, no. I'll <laughs> download more martial arts into my brain outside the academy. Because that's another thing. Because like, at one point when he's doing his training against his simulations, he's like, oh, I'm going to be beating this every time we're a week. And then we get a week later. And no, he's only doing it like 60% of the time. So on the one hand, it's like, yeah, okay, they've learned to not stupidly escalate. But it's all meaningless because he has fucking nanomachines in him. Yeah. And like, again, he cheats on everything. But it's also, there's a one point, and it's a bit of a throwaway line, right as he gets the nanobots, the nanomachines, and he's trying to figure out what he can do with them. And he's finding out that he can get all of his injuries healed. And at one point, it says those basic cuts and stabs and stuff are pretty easy, but getting decapitated is a bit harder. Oh, yeah, they, they, they do say they can just cure decapitation. Yeah, the implication being you could just cure decapitation. I don't think this guy's killable. I don't, I don't think he's going to lose any fight ever because I don't think he's killable. Unless someone invents the ancient Chinese EMP, I don't think <laughs> he's killable. Hey, hey, now, could be a solar flare. <laughs> there could so, be someone a... else could come from the future with the unmanner machines <laughs> electric magnetic pulse no jutsu <laughs> it's it's possible so yeah I, I think he might be unkillable i don't think he's necessarily unbeatable certainly so, those are the same thing in a fight to the death <laughs> in a fight day, it will depend Not... on what the tests are going forward because you could yeah. have tests that aren't killing <laughs> And then he might lose. It depends on the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Not not math, but that's like the. He hasn't downloaded the math textbook yet. (laughs) He doesn't know math. Why does he need to know math? He just needs to know his sword's better than their sword. (laughs) At the moment, yes. At the moment, he just has to know if how good he is at killing everyone, and it turns out pretty good. And that's that's all we need. All the fancy techniques, all of the spiritual juju, all of that. Completely irrelevant. He has nanomachines. He doesn't need to do any of this. I fully believe that he doesn't need to eat or drink ever again. I fully believe he's never going to die of old age. He's got this automatic defensive mode, so if someone sneak attacks him, he's fine. This guy is unkillable, and there is no single threat to him, ever. Well, if I wanted to be boring, Mike, I'd be like, of course he's unkillable. That's how his air came in the first episode. Well, like... Yes. You're not wrong. <laughs> That's true. Like that. Okay, that is a no, bit of no, a... no, wait, hang on. He's not killable until he fucks. <laughs> well, That's if you were assuming yeah. he hasn't fucked by but that the problem point. is, who's he going to fuck? <laughs> well, that's a different... His half-sister, Sean. Well, that's, that's a different Ghostbusters movie. Who are you going to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, presumably he has not had a child before the assassination attempt, meaning that that assassination attempt at the beginning was always going to fail because 
that's just sort of how that works. Otherwise, this kid or, wouldn't or, have existed to come back in time. Or he was always going to get nano machines. Exactly. Like it's, it's a grandfather paradox, whichever way you look at it. I guess now I think about it, it is mildly weird that there isn't really any romance element in this whatsoever. I don't know if it would have made it better. Not yet. Fair. I mean, I'm not saying it would have made it better or anything. It, I just, now that you mention it, it's weird that there was none. Like, literally none. I don't think this guy is capable of love. I think he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he I mean, can you teach a robot to love, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just download romance. <laughs> Downloading all of Pornhub. <laughs> oh, and it's the future Pornhub where they let a bunch of people back on it. <laughs> Zero gravity Pornhub. Future Pornhub oh. where, you know, you're allowed to piss. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's current Pornhub. Yeah, I'm fair, fairly certain you can that's do that That's a very already. specific reference. <laughs> fairly certain you can do that on Pornhub already, but uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Good Christian boy, are you, Mike? Uh, yeah, sure. What's a, what's a porn? Can you eat it? <laughs> this, this explains how you got ill. <laughs> Eating DVDs or that? <laughs> I went near the internet once. I was diseased for life. Uh, is that it? You've got a computer virus, is it? Not a chest infection. <laughs> I mean, I'm checking off everything else on the list. It may as well at some point download a Trojan into my brain with nanomachines. I accidentally need a Trojan. Oh man, maybe that's how he's going to get beaten. <laughs> Someone downloads an ancient Chinese computer virus into him. You know, weirdly, I thought we were going to talk about this longer. <laughs> I, I, no, I I'm going through my notes being like I'm mostly out <laughs> I, I didn't, I thought this was going to be a short one but There's nothing to talk about Like, And having said that See, I this... didn't think there wasn't it, I thought there was stuff to talk about But now we've done it all, I'm like, oh, maybe there wasn't It's like, this is actually took one of the longest times to read Because it's 30 episodes And it's like, it's quite a lot of stuff So it's quite, quite long Chapters, yeah. I feel. I feel they again. I feel they speed up as you get like a lot of way. They, they do a bit. They yeah. do speed up a bit as you go on. There's, so there's that, like, that first test drags a bit. There is so much stuff, and so little of it actually progresses any plot whatsoever. I was so bored because it's just like I, I would I still be? I could easily, easily right. chop out several episodes of this, and the only thing that would be missing is oh, he has a technique now. Which, to be fair, he never really uses his techniques either. He just In fairness, I'd argue you could say that about every webtoon we've done on this show. You, you could say that about everything, I feel like. Not like, even, even solo leveling, I feel. And it's been a long, long yes. time since we read solo leveling. I feel I could have probably gone through that and snipped yeah. a few. No, no, I agree with this you. This thing, like, I feel a lot of comics in particular, after the fact, you can probably... A Bridget, you can probably chop some of the fat out once you know what's going on, what your pacing is and stuff. Like, do I need to know about the rest of the world and the other name for martial arts? Not really. Just I just say, think there's just say there's, there's a demon clan. So much you could cut out of this. And hey, I'm actually on board for all the world building stuff. That's fine. I mean, they don't deliver it very well because it's a text dump. But I mean, I'm, o- there, I'm okay with. I- like, there's a lot of mechanical explaining how the school works, but is there really, outside of the initial bit, world building? Because we yeah. don't even really have context for the six clans. They're just six I mean, until clans. just now, I thought it was ancient Korea, not ancient China. But besides... That, that, no, I'll forgive you on that one, because it's a Ch- uh, Korean webtoon. Yeah. I mean, I've called it Wuxia, and now I'm realising, is that correct? Because Wuxia is... Yeah, I, I would call it a Wuxia, but that's the point. It is a Korean take on Wuxia. I 
believe. I, d- I don't know the original if the original I mean, author let's, was Chinese. Let's be real here, Phil. It's a Korean take on Isekai. <laughs> uh, I was going to make this joke, but every time I keep making this joke recently, you guys shout at me. No, no, it's it's like, an Isekai, but <laughs> basically, but an isekai. Like, is it an Isekai? Like, I understand your your term of like quasi Isekai. I, yeah, like I, 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 I feel like your maybe... argument there. I feel the thing I was like, if it smells like an isekai and it quacks like an isekai, run. But is <laughs> is it actually? I would but say that, no. It, in terms of like custom. rigid isekai definition, no, because he never reincarnates to another world. He yeah, he never goes to another world. Close you get is the guy at the beginning travels back in time, but that's not really. So I could also entirely rewrite the first episode to be like he got hit by a truck was in there and like I'm going to send you back and what do you want and the guy's like oh fucking no nano nano machines <laughs> and then there you go <laughs> you you could I guess congratulations but... you just described literally every guy <laughs> good job you 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 think I'm you think that's a joke Mike I have just stolen the uh, smartphone isekai I like, I know <laughs> scribbled out the word smartphone and wrote nano machines I mean that that's what most isekai is you just take the premise of another one you scribble out the uh, titular components and write your own one in now you never scribble out the tits I've read enough isekai to... uh, um... <laughs> except in this one yeah there's no I... fan service no I mean uh, having said that there is some it's just hella gay <laughs> and there is so is there? much there's so much like man body in this i mean there's like half naked men doing martial arts but i don't even know if i'd really call that fan service there's a weird sexual tension between him and his um, impromptu teacher i on our discord earlier I, I today i feel that's going a bit like they make dirty jokes because he's a drunk and you know to put pump chi into his back he has to like have his hand on his back i don't feel that sexual tension and there's also a part where they're doing the formation stuff, and he... Oh, that's hella gay. <laughs> Got it. Right. <laughs> he just the arrow formation. So goddamn foul. Phalanx no. is hella gay. The Roman Empire, the gayest. <laughs> How the often Roman do you Empire think about... Gay. <laughs> How often do you think about the gay Roman Empire? <laughs> no, Sorry, it's... Mike, I keep interrupting your point. <laughs> there's one part, part where someone tries to kick him over to make him fail the training. And he uses his magical spirit juju to deflect someone with his ass. Actually, that is fair. He tries to do the Naruto, I'm going to poke you up the ass with my finger, and gets deflected. There's just, there's so much, like, glamour shots of people, like, in rippling muscles and stuff. This I, is... It's uh, a martial arts series, right? I was going to say, it's like, kind of the whole point. If you went to a Jackie Chan or a Bruce Lee film, and they weren't, you know, half-naked, fighting, sweaty men, I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to feel that would be weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it this way: if I wasn't sick right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, what? You'd have bust a nut to this? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I like to think I've got more taste than that, but I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I, oh no! It's the I feel like we that way as well. Exactly what you've just implied. <laughs> you just said if you were healthy, you'd have rubbed one out. <laughs> There's just a lot of man body in this. And there is. So much. All I'm saying is if Mike's getting off to this, I dread to think what's going to happen when he reads the next one. Because I've already done the first read of that. Oh, I've not. And I, I feel I'm misremembering it now. I mean, it's more compared to this. I mean, yes, I expect more fan service in like, that than there this. There are females. That, like, I get, no, I'm not giving the giveaway here, but there are females in that series. So What? 
I know. Outrageous. How could they? You have at least two females in this one. Yeah, and one of them gets their arm cut off. One of them gets really angry and is just shown to be a grumpy old woman yep. when the guy no-sells his stuff. Um, there's his mother, but she's dead. She was poisoned. That was something we didn't She talk was about. poisoned, yeah. And then matter. the only other one we see is the rival's mother who was strangling a child. So there you go. Um, very, very, very feminist. Very pro-feminist. We're introduced to another one like right at the end of what we read as well. Are we? Are you mistaking so. one of the heirs who just appears at the end? Entirely possible, honestly. there's only like, one female heir and she's lost a hand. There was a lot of instances where some characters ended up looking kind of the same. Here was the thing I was going to say on that. For most of it, I didn't have character blindness. Uh-huh. Because it focused on like a specific kind of... There were lots of characters, but for the main, it was only focusing on like four or five and they were all distinct enough. But at the end, it starts introducing some of the other clan hairs. Like, I think the Blade clan guy shows up and maybe one of the others that I forget. And uh, and then there's also the mass rival person, but without the mask. And I'm like, oh, no, they're all, now they're all starting to blur together. Especially mm-hmm. now you've off the one female. They're all just... These are all just people with black hair. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Which one are you? Yeah, like at a certain point, they just sort of give up trying to be, have unique character designs, I feel. I feel that problem's going to get accentuated past where we read as the other characters start to come in and they all do, for the main, look pretty similar. It's fine. Just chop off their arm and then they're out of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that how we get everyone out of the story? We just lock a body part off. Like, ah, I, now we don't I'm, with you. I'm not kidding. I... Like obviously, I've read more. The the main character has a tendency to cut off arms. Like it, sure, it it's a noticeable, it. noticeable trait. See, it and it's weird thinking of that, considering one of the first lines. I think maybe the only line the actual like demon lord himself says is that the one of the ideas of this academy is that you make ties. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, that nothing about this academy is about making friends. This Literally is kind of nothing. what I. That's kind of why I said this is just blue lock all over again earlier. <laughs> I, uh, uh, it's like no, it's the same similar levels of convolution. Because uh-huh. blue lock had its stupid premise of no, no, we need you to be a team player, but we don't want a team player. This is just no, we we want to make you stronger. Get stronger. Why aren't you strong yet? Get stronger, and if you happen to murder your classmates, eh, details. So I think they get kicked out for murder. It's just no one does a murder. If you say so, but I'm fairly yeah. sure that mask guy does a murder. If he not, that murder. guy is mutilating It's a very graphic shot of him stabbing someone through the heart. Yeah, he straight oh, up impaled someone. That's the thing. It Maybe it didn't kill the guy, but it's the implication is he go he bloodlust. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say like, oh no, grievous bodily harm counts. It's like, no, no. I think it's pretty much does the guy die? If not, <laughs> you're good. That's how this will end. What, like, our lead will get decapitated, and they'll be like, "You're expelled," and then he'll grow his head back and be like, "Well, by default, you win." <laughs> by default, we can't expel your shit. <laughs> Dead dog all over again. But did you die? Dot gif. In- insert people die when they are killed. <laughs> people oh, die man. when they are killed. They That's are. True. I think the last actual note I had on this to go was going back on the art, which is like it both does a good and bad uses of the webtoon format. A good example is early on when the guy falls down a cliff and you have the traditional comic thing of like, here he is at various points in time falling down the cliff. And that works because it's a vertical format. So you see that as you're scrolling. 
the bad side is like when uh, there's one point, the first time you see the six airs and they're at the wrong orientation because that's the Sideways. only way they can show all six of them. And I'm like, it's a webtoon, you dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, this also has the thing which I hate with webtoons, which is there's just so much white space between some of the panels. Like some of them are just like full on multiple scrolls to get to the next. I, I never begrudge you that much because again, the idea is that you're on a, I mean, I don't read them on mobile devices, like, and I like don't read them in like the webtoon app. But the, the idea is, you just flick your finger up once, and then you. Go oh, to I do, and there is multiple. Like, I do read these on my phone. I've said this a few times on the show, and there is multiple times when you have to like scroll. Oh, the screen's still white. Scroll. Did I, it load? You, is this just because you're ill and scrolling is pain? <laughs> Everything is pain all the time, <laughs> and no, this is an actual gripe I've always had. Uh, is, is it because you're a peasant and have a small phone? No, my phone's actually surprisingly big. Oh my! I I know. It's not it's not a flex if you have to use the word surprisingly. So no doubt you read this on the official webtoon app where you too can use Daily Pass and all. Jesus Christ, webtoon just introduced a subscription model. Just uh... yeah, that's my See, webtoon. The thing man. that throws me with webtoon, uh -huh. to tangent on to ranting about webtoon in general. I mean, we're mostly near the end, so yeah, we may as well just talk about the format now. Go for it. No, I'm I'm talking about Webtoon, the company, not Webtoon, the format. Okay. Sure. Is why do they do that with some series but not others? Like some stuff you can just read up to date, near enough. I think it's to do with the licensing agreement they have because there's two types yeah. of things on Webtoon, and I can't remember what the schemes are called. There's like Webtoon Canvas, and then I think there's Webtoon uh, Originals, and I think depending on which one of that is, which obviously affects payment rate and everything like that, I think that is what defines whether it goes on to like daily pass or whether it goes on to like not that and also like right. if it's freely available elsewhere as well i think is another factor uh fair enough my assumption with stuff like this is just companies every so often just feel like being randomly evil for no reason you do see sometimes in comments of things like i think girls of the wilds for example is one where it had it where people in the comments were like how come i could read this all six months ago and now it's locked yeah i can imagine something like that's purely down to licensing yeah but say it just seems like this weird idea where some stuff will only be only available on the phone, and then some stuff you can only read. Like that's the one. No, that's the one I really don't get. Like they do. I get like force people to your app, sure, but like I just the fact that you cannot read them at all on the website, even if you unlock them in the app, you can't read them on the website. Like this. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind what they do with some of those series, where it's like you can read all the way up to like everything but the latest three chapters. Yeah, through the browser. But the latest three, if you want like the next three chapters, the latest three chapters, you've got to use the app. But, you know, next week you'll get another chapter regardless. You're just three behind or whatever it is. That's not too bad. Basically, kids, support the official release, but Webtoon, do a better official release. I mean, the better than some of the other Webtoon. Actually, no, that's not even, yeah, that's not even the way of right way of phrasing it, because Webtoon translation quality is perfectly fine. Uh, just make, make it easier to access your content. Hmm. There you go. It's actually been proven time and again that the easiest way to fight piracy is to make stuff affordable and available. But none of us would ever do that, so it's fine. Definitely not. Definitely not. One thing I did want to mention, because uh -huh. I didn't know if Sean was going to mention it in his little intro blurb or not. Uh -huh. Something I did find out. Uh -huh. Oh, give us the tea. Oh, it, it's <laughs> not that... The piping Phil, hot Phil tea. It's, tea. It's not that piping. It's it's lukewarm tea. Scalding <laughs> oh, hot tea. The worst kind of tea. Tepid. <laughs> so, with Webtoons, 
the format. As far as I can tell, quite often, you, well, you do obviously have your artist that does it all. Your artists yeah. typically work for a studio. I suppose you like the equivalent like an animation studio, but for webtoons, I suppose, is sort of the idea. And uh, this is done by, I believe they're called Redice Studio, who did solo leveling as well. Well, how about that? Webtoon only lists it as the art by GGBG. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I say, they'll have different artists, but the artist belongs to a studio. I, it's sort of how I understand it. I'll have to take your word for it, as I say. It's not mentioned on his, their profile on Webtoon, but I can entirely yeah. believe that. And But uh, you know more than me in this area. so Sakes, there were some other Webtoons listed there that I'm also familiar with and we may one day read. As I say, I know Absolute Sword Sense is the one that's done by the original writer as well, which I don't know if you read that. But... I, I do not. The, okay. the one I read by Reed Ice Studio is... Uh, Solo leveling. I, well, yes, but that's finished. I'm an ongoing... Ah. Is the uh, Tower of God? No, not Tower of God. <laughs> Shit, I'm all out of webtoons. Omniscient Reader. I think I've actually heard of that one. It it is one of the big web, if not the biggest webtoon at the moment. I'm I'm not too sure on the hotness of webtoons entirely, but I know well, it's I, definitely a big one. I mean, I assume. I mean, I don't know if it's still going. I always assume Law Olympus still. Sits at the t- Law Olympus versus Tower of God sits at the top, basically. But uh, I don't know if that's still the case. That is several years old knowledge, and for all I know, is entirely wrong these days. I just thought I would share that interesting tidbit. Oh man! Well, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up? I want to go home. You, you are, are home, home. <laughs> presumably. Anyway, Mike, Mike wants to read the next one because it's relevant to his interests. Uh, is it? Mike wants to read more <laughs> nano machines. <laughs> uh, that's definitely where this conclusion is going to go, yeah. Right, oh, right. Maybe. Well, there Speaking you go. That's, that's the end of the show. Mike said it right there. He's going to read more. So, well, in that case, we shall move over then to our conclusion. So, for those of you who haven't been listening for the past 96 episodes, this is the part where me and Mike talk about whether we would read more, whether we would buy this if it had an official release. Um, obviously, as that in that case, that would involve buying into the webtoon economy. And whether we'd watch an adaptation, uh, it doesn't have one currently. And in Phil's case, because he has read more, whether he would buy it, whether he would watch it, and whether he would recommend it. So I will go first on this one this time, I feel. So the first time I read it, I was kind of on the fence. As I mentioned a little earlier in the episode, it was a case of I like a lot of the characters in this, but the writing around them is all god awful and i think after my second read i was like yeah i couldn't like my my sheen with the characters was wearing off while the, my frustrations with the writing were still bubbling over and a lot of it admittedly you could listen to this and go a lot of what you said sean is more technicalities and annoyances like picking out flaws in the tests and the world they live in and the fact that nanomachines do everything but it's just that there's nothing else ever to really latch onto with that like, I can latch onto the characters being like, I don't mind Nano being a bit sarcastic. I don't actually mind Ali becoming a little bit of a psychopath, but it's just all the writing, like all of the tests they have to do, all the world they inhabit, it's just gibberish nonsense. And as we have at home, why would there's no, not only is half the world designed to help, like someone who has nano machines in their blood, it just all feels like a really kind of every, he'll never lose. 
that's the point I'm trying to make. Our protagonist will never lose or even realistically be challenged at this point outside of any challenges he inflicts upon himself, like internal injury or, oh no, I can't beat this simulation. It doesn't also help then, as I've hammered home repeatedly, the people might get mad at me for saying it's misogynist, but I do feel like when you have, as I mentioned, four female characters and they all in various degrees get fucked over, it's not a good look. I would say just the, I'm going to choose my words carefully here. I would say only the one because the other three just don't matter to the story. I agree with that, but I feel that's also a problem. It, it is a problem. I don't think that's necessarily the same problem, though. That's fair, but I do. It, I feel it is a problem that you have one, yes. and the story highlights one notable female character, and then they're the first to go, basically. I feel. As I say, combined with the the fact that there are really no other female characters, and then the very background presences of the few also get them shattered apart. I don't know, like people could disagree with me on like, whether it's misogynist or not. I'm perfectly happy to say that. I feel that could be maybe I'm being harsh there, but at the same time, I just it doesn't do anything to really redeem itself in that element in my eyes. So I don't mind the pacing uh, outside of the dragging on pharmacy arc. It mostly kept things going along quite neatly. The art, actually, I thought was pretty all right. As I say, it's terrible at like actual fights, but postures look nice and all that. It's got nice fluidity in that regard. I, so there's a lot that could... There's a lot of potential in this. I just... Maybe that's why so much of me just wants to give it a chance. Sometimes wants to give it the benefit of that. Like, oh, I just... If it just pulled its writing out its ass, if it just introduced another female who wasn't a piece of shit... Maybe there'd be something here, but I don't think it's ever going to pull that off. So I'm not going to continue reading this or buying it or watching it if it does get adapted. So it's a shame. I do feel there is something in here, even with the whole like nonsensical overpowerment of the protagonist. I just, I couldn't. I think I would go insane if I kept reading this. So that's where I stand. Uh, we will go over to Phil next. Oh, snap. Would you buy? Would you watch? Would you recommend? Uh, would I buy? Would I watch? Would I recommend? I am going to start in the middle there. Would I watch? I would. I think, again, I always feel action-based series in particular will always do a lot better animated than not, just due to the very nature of what they are. So, given it's a series I rather enjoyed, like, yeah, I, I'd certainly check an anime out, see what it's like. And I'd be interested to see how they handle all the fights, in particular, like all the fight choreography and stuff. Because I think if they could nail that, it would be a really good animated series, should it ever get animated. Would I buy it? We've talked about it before in previous episodes, previous Webtoon episodes. I hate the webtoon economy just because of its stupid token nonsense yeah we we have both agreed essentially we would much rather if, if i could pay like five yeah. pound a month for webtoon yeah if i could yeah. if i could subscribe to webtoons for yeah some reasonable amount which i have no idea what that is off the top of my head i would probably quite happily do so if it meant i could read this and say omniscient reader and other webtoons and things I think in the past we sort of said, oh, what if you've got like a solo leveling style release? Like you just buy a book, 
in that case, I think I wouldn't rush out to buy it at this point. I think it would fall a little under my Hayate rule, which is I'm I'm going to wait and see how many volumes I'm investing in first. If it ends up being an extortionate number, I don't think I would at this point, unless something with the story really just it just kept getting better and better or keep me really invested or something. But if I'm going to be buying 50 volumes of something, it needs to be consistently good. And I need to know it's going to be consistently good. In terms of recommending it, yeah, I, I would certainly suggest someone check it out if they're like, oh, I'm looking for an action series or I'm looking for a Wuxia series. I'd be like, give this one a shot. Why not? I don't, I don't think anyone would necessarily go, my God, why have you, apart from Mike, because of course Mike would. Don't think anyone would be like, why Why have you subjected me to this? I think they'd be like, uh, you know what, not not my thing, which is fine, that's fair. I think has has become apparent now that we've done a few of these, I'm going to ignore Mike because Mike hates everything, famously so. No. I know Sean in particular is sort of coming to the conclusion that he's not the biggest fan of the Wuxia genre. I mean, this is the best of the three. I... That's fair. But I also really can't underline how much I hated the other two. <laughs> but as I said, I think this thing, like in this episode in particular, I think there's been a few times you guys said, oh, I hate how it does this. I hate how it does that. And me as someone who has read more than just these three books, your series we've covered, I'm like, yeah, this is not, this is not a thing specific to this series. It, it is kind, it is just a trope of sorts, or it, it's just an expectation within these kinds of stories and if you if you don't like that that's again fine that's fair i wouldn't begrudge anyone that but as i say i would certainly say it's worth a check out if you're looking for an action or a Wuxia series so in particular for me because i think i think sort of as sean said like i feel like the characters are probably some of the strongest things for this series like they are very impactful characters i feel like and in particular, like our main character not just being Mr. I am the paragon of justice or whatever. He he is very much, no, no, I, I am just going to do what I want to do. If that means cutting someone's arm off, I'm going to cut someone's arm off, apparently. Okay. It, it's a nice little change. I mean, the, the lesson I've learned here is if you're going to do a Wuxia, don't, don't do it in China. It is in China. I mean, is it, I mean more like this was, korean created oh sorry don't 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 do a chinese books i mean like don't read a manhua it's it's not great but this is the best of the three by far for me (laughs) yeah which no doubt battle through the heavens and soul land people will now be in my mentions being like what how dare you insult some of the best man how would i rate these three don't I mean, I know how Mike would rate them, so let's uh, let's go to our, our lovely little man to to close us out, Mike. In be as curt as you want. Would you read more? Would you buy this? Would you watch it if it got adapted? Uh, okay. Um, so the first thing I'm going to say here is this is not the worst example of a webtoon or a wuxia that we have read. It is definitely not, and I can honestly see some people enjoying this, because as you guys have rightly pointed out, the art is pretty good. 
the characters are actually pretty good. The situation the guy's in has some good ideas and hooks to it. But, man, I got so bored reading this. So very bored, because it just became a case of he watches or reads or looks at a thing, and now he's unkillable, and now he's real good. This is the very epitome of everything is being handed to this guy. And they try to say that it's not because, oh, he's got to practice against these these simulations and stuff. And, oh, maybe he's not that great. And he's not super experienced, but none of that has any leg to stand on when you realize everything on top of everything. He's got the keys to the kingdom and he has no threats against him. Ultimately, it comes down to a thing I said earlier, which is, Somehow, against all odds, they realize that he's got tiny robots in him, making him a super god. So what? Like, what? what's the worst thing that's going to happen in that scenario? He's, oh no, I'm expelled. Cool, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing anyway. I'll just keep getting stronger. It's, yeah. I understand that this guy's end goal is to be king of the clan, but I don't care. I don't care because this is so boringly written, which is a real shame because I actually do see some things to be connected to on this. So while I would never, well, while I'm not planning on reading, watching, or, or paying into it at all, I can honestly see if you're into this kind of thing that maybe you would enjoy it more than me. There's also an entire possibility that I'm just kind of grumpy towards this because I am dying. That's always possible. But, no, I, when I realized I was only on chapter 20 and I needed to read 30, I was like, Ugh, can I not? Like, we've done very little in a very long space of time, and I don't think that pacing is going to change ever. So, nah, giving this one a miss. It's not fun. Boring. Question whether someone could enjoy it less than you, but uh, I... I... I do think that's easily doable. Like, <laughs> I, hey, even I say there's some good points. Say like, I I don't think Mike liked it, but I also don't think he's saying like, man, I just wanted to fucking shoot myself. Or like that. <laughs> I mean, no, I think it, he does, this, but that's not related to this. <laughs> in our tier lists, this is not on the oh god, burn it level. Let's put it nah, that way. This is this is on my medium tier. Just yeah, this is this is lower end of medium for me. Like, it's not egregious, it's just dull, and it shouldn't be, by all so, rights, but it is. I think, and again... I mean, I, I know you like it more because you're recommending this one, which <laughs> surprised me a little, but... So I, I think something I feel like I've noticed as a result of, again, reading other sim such similar series, and having read more of each of these series, is quite often you do tend to have a bit of a slow-ish start like you tend to have that start where you're about to tell us that if we just read no i'm not i'm not gonna say that in this particular instance because i don't <laughs> think we're at that point where 10 more chapters or anything would really have made much of a difference maybe in your case specifically sean without remembering the next 10 chapters because you were kind of on the fence originally once you get out of the 13 hour tutorial it's actually a really great game Final Fantasy XIII uh, is fucking great. Fuck you. <laughs> I, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where I feel like actually, I do I do see it with quite a few series where 
and again, I Mike said it earlier, you could probably lop out whole chapters near enough and not miss much. But yeah, I, I feel once you get past that initial, we, we've got to do some initial world building setting, just getting through the crap of it all, so to speak. Oh, I, I feel if we read the Kai versions of most of these, we might have like significantly yeah. more favourable opinions on a lot of them. But yeah. I do feel like pacing with a lot of these series speeds up a bit as you get past that first arc or so. Yeah, that's that's fair. But uh, there you have it. That is our thoughts on Nano Machines. Son! Oh, damn it. Almost got through the entire show without making that reference. Man, if only you could, like, cut it. I, nah, I could never. <laughs> I, you, cutting you content never... from Metal Gear Solid about... 4? How dare you? <laughs> I, I was just going to go with cutting content. You would never. Me? No, could never. It, the, these famously happen an hour before they go up and they're just slung straight up. No editing. Things that didn't make the edit 2023. <laughs> <laughs> you see, now that might just make it in because of that cough at the end. Oh dear, but uh, the last we heard of Mike. Speaking of things that didn't make the edit, twitch.tv slash Bazekra. <laughs> in the in the off chance that in the two weeks since this is recorded, Mike is fully fit again. Uh, I mean, I take umbrage to the term "fully fit," but <laughs> assuming I'm alive and capable, you can find me on Twitch.tv/Bazekra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R, and you can find me on social medias of the same name. You can find him on Twitter. You can find him on YouTube. You can you can find him on there. And even if he's not streaming currently, he's got some P cool vods you can check out and P cool content on his YouTube channel from years gone by. So give him your love and support, even if he is not live in the moment. It may be your last chance to do it before I shrug off this mortal coil. Mike, no. Four more episodes. <laughs> what, what, what you do is you have your descent come back from the past, inject it with some nano machines. Yeah, that would help. Maybe. <laughs> well, we'll we'll go on that journey together for the rest of this year. But uh, speaking of journeys, it's now time for Phil's rent a girlfriend update corner. Uh, a whole uh, month's uh, worth of content to update us on, pretty much. Man, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> She's gone to talk to his best buddy guy. I think that's where it ended. Exciting. I mean, it could be progression. Find out next time if it is progression. My bet's on no. It won't. It it will be a modicum of progression in that it will be teasing further progression that will never come for another 10 years. Much like him. I, I guess technically one step forward and two steps back starts with progression. Well, there you go, uh... You can follow Phil at Fanaxkian and he will ignore you. You can follow me at Slazo King on the Twitter machine. I'm probably talking about my ongoing dental stuff at the moment. So um, if you don't like the thought of teeth stuff, don't go there. But otherwise, do go there if that's your thing. But where you should definitely go is at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter or at Trash Manga Friends on all of the other social medias on that. And if you need handy dandy links, if you scroll down in our show notes, you'll see a lovely link to our card website, which has links to all of our social medias. Do you know what else it has links to? All the services that we're on. So you can subscribe slash follow to us on Spotify, on Apple, Google, Stitcher, and tune in, where you can also like, rate, review, 
tell your friends and maybe even recommend the series that we should read in the future. But as quickly as one trash hare is slaughtered, 50 more offspring rise up to take its place. So what is the next series to be put to the test, Phil? Well, you see, I thought we'd combine our good buddies Mike's two favouritest things in the whole world. His love of live streaming, as you know, good old twitch.tv slash Zekra. I don't like this is going. And his most favouritest of genres, good old rom-com. Just fucking kill me. As we read, I fell in love, so I tried live streaming. Yes, it is. As, as surely as nightfall is day, rom-com follows Isekai. So come back in a fortnight for that, where we will drag Mike kicking and screaming from the grave to review his favourite type of series. See you then. Take care, everybody. Much love. Goodbye.